podcast. I'm Kira. I'm Allie. And I'm Caitlin. And yeah. <laughs> I'm just Great kidding. Great way to start that off. I'm just kidding. Great way to um, start that off. This I guess I have good. like a really, really crazy, crazy question. What are we doing? <laughs> like, With I want to know why it cost me $7 to get a gallon of milk. Oh, God. Mm. I want to know why it cost me $90 to fill up my SUV. I want to know. I don't remember it doing that two years ago. Definitely not. No. Definitely not. I saw this. I think I shared it with you, that that, uh, reel on Instagram about, like, the lady, she was, like, my groceries in 2020, and she had all these groceries, and it was, like, 2022, and she had, like, three items, and it was, like, $100. And literally, I took a picture. Oh, I went to the grocery store. I had about like six or seven things and I yeah. wanted to see how much it came out to and it came out to almost two hundred dollars. Oh and gosh. I was like, What is going on right now? I was like, This is crazy. Life is expensive. It is it is just as it's unaffordable. Yes. It is literally unaffordable. Retweet. Like <laughs> you have to decide between food or a bill. You have yeah. to decide between giving your kid a birthday party or paying the rent. Yeah. Like back in the day, even just like us growing up, it was not like this. Like I know people struggled obviously back then too, but the prices is just ridiculous. You have to work two to three different jobs just to maintain like a decent life. Mm-hmm. A quality of life at that yeah. because to literally work to pay bills and die is not a quality of life. And so many of us are doing that. Yeah. So many of us. Mm-hmm. Living paycheck to paycheck. It's It can be draining. It can be... Um, feel like you're not doing enough. Even though you're doing literally the most that you can do without sacrificing your sanity. Because, you know... Work life and making money should not be what all life is about. You should be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor, but you quite possibly can't. Because like you said, you're having to choose between feeding your children, paying the rent, and, you know, possibly like giving them any type of fun out, like out of the house activities or something like that. Which they deserve. Right. Because they're children. You know what I mean? Like they're, we all appreciate, I wish I could go back to my childhood like just just to have like the innocence of not knowing what it was like to like have to pay a bill or like you know it's just it's the simple like you know like not wanting to pay bills anymore stuff like that but not me being 10 years old telling my mom I can't wait to leave and be on my own right that too that and then too. me being almost 30 and telling her I can't wait to come home cuz I don't want to pay no bills <laughs> yes right? like and I I was, I was even just thinking about like how much like kids unfortunately have to know that like mommy or daddy or whoever cannot afford to do this for you because we have to pay the bill Mm -hmm. like i feel bad when kids have to be so aware of how much money the family does not have because like it they literally did not ask to be here and Mm -hmm. they're so innocent and it just starts then like i just think go back to like school lunches like school lunch should be free 100 like First of all, they're not even giving them real quality food. But that's besides the point. But (laughs) school lunch should be free. I remember growing up and, like, them taking lunch away from kids because their parents could not afford it. It is not the kids' fault. They are not working. They are six or seven years old. Especially since you're requiring them to be in school. For a whole day. For a whole day. But you won't even, you don't, you don't seem, you don't think that them having a meal is a part, like, make that make sense. It is. I can definitely tell you that it's dependent on where you live. Mm-hmm. So some schools get more funding for things like that Obviously. than a lot of other pl- than certain other places, and mm-hmm. you know, schools get their budgets and they can determine how they choose to spend it. And if it's not on food, then yeah. that's just not what they chose to spend it on. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. It's it's hard the fact that they have to that that should be that's even a part of the conversation is what we're just trying to get at. But it is. It's getting harder and harder to just survive, especially for, since we live in New Jersey, and New Jersey is known to be one of the higher, you know, (laughs) states with the most taxes and more, you know, cost of living is super, super high here. 
So I literally say all the time, like, if you could make it in here in Jersey, you could quite literally make it anywhere. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. The craziest thing is, as everyone knows, I just moved back to New Jersey. I got to tell you, this was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Because I literally had a three-bedroom house, three baths, full-fledged garage, finished basement, like, mm-hmm. backyard, all this land, no fence, like, do what you want type of living. My house, mm-hmm. my mortgage was fourteen ninety. Mm-hmm. I started looking at apartments, literally one bedrooms mm-hmm. in this in New Jersey, starting two thousand dollars. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. So I have to walk away from a whole house with all this square footage to downsize to an apartment that's gonna cost me almost double. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. But yep. you know, then there's mental health and all that stuff, so I need to be home. Right. Right. And then like. Other generations have the nerve to ask, oh, when are you going to buy a house? Oh, when are you going to do this? When are you going to have a baby? When are you going to get married? First of all, babies cost money. And it's not just the babies. They grow to be toddlers and children. And then, <laughs> and then when are you, when you going to get married? I'm sorry, a venue? Right. Oh, cost how much? A caterer? A DJ? Yeah. I mean, in fairness, marriage is not a wedding. Right. So when they're asking when are you getting married, it has nothing to do with a wedding. You choosing to spend $50,000, $20,000, whatever on a wedding is on you. Yeah. That's careless in this day and age. Yes. It is. It is. Unless you you have somebody funding it. Yeah, exactly. If you know you can't afford it, don't be out here like, okay, like, let's take a loan out for this. this. Like, that's just stupid. Go to the justice of the peace. And have your party. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have a backyard party. You know, something like that. But in, if you want to have, like, something bigger, do it when you have the funds. Right. You know, when you're comfortable enough to spend your money on that. But by that time, you're going to be like, uh, I'd rather spend that on something completely different that is going to benefit me instead of just spending it on a, a whole bunch of n- nonsense. Right. I think it's just, like, like, the expectation that, like, okay, you're at this age this is what you're supposed to be doing in life. Right. Like, back then, who? Yeah, because back <laughs> then, um, yeah, I bought a house. Yeah, your house, your down payment was like $3. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, your college tuition back then was like $9,000. College tuition right now? Like, in-state, 40 grand, 50 grand. Like, what? Right. Like, that's insane. So, when you want, you know, everybody's like, oh, go to college and and it's going to help you make more money and change your life. But is it though? Cause I'm getting into all this debt and then there's no even guarantee that I'm going to get a job right after college. And not because in field either. Exactly. Not so, only that, if you look at just like me, right. As a scientist, even looking for jobs, like coming back to New Jersey, a lot of the requirements are like, mm-hmm. we want you to have a doctor's degree, but we're only going to pay you $60,000 a year. Right. I'm sorry. What? Right. Right. It literally costs sixty thousand dollars a year to send the kid to daycare. Right. <laughs> like, in order for me to walk into your building, Quite I gotta be yeah. Like, right. if you're not paying me more than that, it doesn't benefit me to work. Right. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And how you act, like, the thing that blows my mind is, it takes a great deal of skill mm-hmm. and intellect to do some of these jobs. Yeah. I'm sorry, but they shouldn't be making the same thing that you can make at Target. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Because these people are literally requiring, oh, it's like entry-level job. Mm-hmm. You need to have five years experience. Where? Right. Where did I get that five? Because I literally came from college. Mm-hmm. But, you know, internships usually don't really start until, like, end of September, end of sophomore year, start of junior year. And then I came from high school, but I couldn't, like, it doesn't, how did, how are you making that add up? You need five years of experience, but I just got out of college. On an entry level? This is a debate that I keep having with my mom because my mom, I'm the whole time I'm like, am I, I don't know if I'm being picky looking for another job here by not accepting it because of salary or like, am I expecting too much or am I really, do I need to just like humble myself a little bit or whatever the case may be? She's like, no, you need to walk into these interviews and you need to demand this type of salary. And it's like, you don't understand though. Like, right. it's not just this company. It's multiple companies that are not paying that. Right. They're not. And like, they're sure, in your brain person. you think that. Mm-hmm. But if I go in there and I'm like, yup, I need 
ten dollars, but somebody's like, no, I'll do it for five. Yep. Who you think they're picking? Exactly, mm-hmm. because companies are gonna make sure that they save their money. Yeah. Right? That's how the CEOs or the CEOs stay rich. Right. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. It's mm-hmm. really sad. Like, so then it's like, is college worth it? Yeah, that's 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 the question. Is it? I from somebody who I'm gonna give you a little rundown about my, my college experience. I graduated 2013. I knew quite, I knew what I kind of wanted to do, but leaving high school, I knew I had to go to college because that's literally what they told us. They told us you need to go to a four year school or you're going to be a bum basically. Like trade school, they, they did not, you know, they didn't talk about trade school. If they did, they made it seem like if you go to trade school, you'll never get a good job. You'll never make your money. Like you have to go to a four year or you're got you're not going to amount to anything. So leaving college, um, I went to Middlesex my first. Ye- I went to Middlesex my first year, and then I transferred to a college in Delaware. And I still going through college. I still didn't know what I wanted to do. So here I am wasting money, and not fully understanding it. Because here you are, you're like, oh, okay, financial aid, cool. And you're signing all the paperwork and you're just <laughs> checking boxes. And it's like, okay, cool. They're going to give me this money. Yeah, I got I to gotta pay it back later on. But I'm going to be making money. I'm going to be out of college. So I'm going to know what I'm doing. No. So here I am. I spend like three years at Wesley not knowing what I wanted to do. And then I transfer to Rutgers and have an idea what I'm doing now. And I get the degree um, in communications, in media. I work in media. And then it's like... I find out that it's not fulfilling what I want. Here I am making a pretty good amount of money to be out of, you know, straight out of college, but then realizing that this is not what I actually want, it's like, wow. Like, it kind of, it put me in a depression because I was like, here I will, I spent all, I got into all of this debt to be in this position right now and be like, it was all for nothing. And now here I am and I'm like, I don't know what to do. That's what fueled my depression so much because I was like, now I'm back at step one. I am that I am that bum that they were talking about in high school. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, this is I was driving myself out of my mind and it starts to realize, like, then what was like, was all this worth it? Did it like what was the point of this? Yeah, it's definitely like definitely the messaging from high school was like, you need to go to college, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, think about who you were at 17 or 18 years old. You right. didn't know a lot about yourself. You didn't know exactly what you wanted to do. We were so underdeveloped emotionally and just maturely did not know what we wanted in life. Mm-hmm. Now we have to p- make a decision that's gonna impact the rest of our life. Yeah. The pressure, like I wish, I hope now that there is more empathy and understanding for kids who do not know what they want to do because yeah. that is a waste of money. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of everyone's time. Mm-hmm. And that's why people get to our age and they are depressed because they feel lost in life mm-hmm. because someone was telling them what to do the all this time through. and now they get dropped like a hat. Mm-hmm. Okay, now go be an adult. And it's yeah. like, well, I'm not happy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of people have these degrees and they don't even work in fields that are remotely close to what they actually have their degrees Me in. Me and producer Alex. <laughs> I think um, I might be one of the rare folks, mm-hmm. but Same. I've always known I wanted to be a scientist. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not good at anything but math and science. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like that came naturally to me as a kid. Lucky. I literally told my mom, like she says it all the time. She's like, you always said you wanted to be a scientist and blah, blah, blah. Like, but no one tells you like there are different roads to science. Like there's environmental science, there's pharmaceutical mm-hmm. science. There, you understand? Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different avenues, and I didn't have any older siblings or anybody in my family that went away to college before me that could guide me on that path. The mm-hmm. only thing they told me was, "You have to go to college, or you're not gonna make it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And then the first school that was like, like, I got a bunch of like full ride offers. I got a bunch of scholarship money, and I was like. Oh, free tuition. I love free tuition. I'm going to go to the furthest school that I could find. (laughs) And you think free tuition. Okay, you're good. No, you have to pay for room and board. Yeah. And they don't tell you that that's like $20,000 a year. Mm -hmm. So guess what? Now I'm still swimming in debt. Mm -hmm. But don't worry because my tuition was free. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't yeah, worry about it. <laughs> like, I definitely knew, like you, like what I wanted to do. Like, I just definitely just knew. So it's like to know that and even still be in debt and even like majoring in a major where they tell you, oh, well, you're not going to make any money. Well, yeah. you're not going to make any money. So then like I just remember my freshman year, I'm sitting in class and I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? Yeah. If I'm being told I'm not going to make any money, if I'm being told, oh, all, all I want to do is snatch kids away. Like when that's not even true, because when you major in social work, you can literally do anything. I can literally be a probation officer if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like I can literally do anything. Mm-hmm. So... It's a matter of, like, people telling you, like, when you know what you want to do, and then people are like, no, that sucks. You shouldn't be. That's not going to make you any money. So it's like, am I only going to college to make money? money? Or yeah. am I going so that I can become something that I actually want to do? Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult because we think about the people who, like, major in, like, writing and literature. Yeah. Like, they're told, well, you're not going to make any money. Philosophy. Well, the thing is, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. And I feel like I wish my friend, one of my old roommates, Lex Banks, was here. But I feel like if you're not going to go to college, knowing what you like, if you don't wake up one day and say, I'm, I want to do this and I'm for sure I want to do this. Don't go to college. Don't go. Right. If you're not going to college for something like a doctor or a lawyer or something that is literally going to require a degree. Don't mm-hmm. go to college. Don't. If you're going to college just to be journalism because you can't figure out what else to do and you think that that's easy. Don't go to college. Yeah. If you're going to just arbitrarily pick a uh major because you play sports and you're trying to find something that works with your sports schedule don't go to college and that's quite literally all um college athletes do because they don't pick their schedules right coaches pick their schedules so they give them the easiest major that will work Mm -hmm. around their practice schedule so then when they don't make it to the nfl or the nba oh here you go but you have no experience so you can't get a job right but definitely like akira said don't don't go to college if you don't know. My little cousin, when he graduated from college, um, my family was kind of like adamant about, you got to go to college right after school because if you don't, then you're not going to do anything. But I took my experiences from, you know, hopping from school to school, not knowing what I wanted to do, going through what I went through, and then finally um, getting to a place where I felt comfortable in the job that I was doing and I actually enjoyed it. I let him know, like... Do not go if you don't know what you want to uh-huh. do. Don't let your mom or or your or anybody in the family tell you you need to go to school because they're not going to help you pay back that debt. Don't go. So what he did was he had a job after school. He kept his he 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 kept the job, and then he did so well in that job. He got promoted. They wanted him to be a manager, and he realized that he liked business. That's the time when you go to school uh-huh. when you figure out what you really want to do then that's when you go and, you know, start learning and stuff like that. But don't do it just because somebody else tells you that you need to do it. Right. And there's no age for that. You can be 35 and be like, wow, I've been in this field or whatever for so long. Like, now I actually want to study it so I can do this, so that Mm -hmm. I can progress in this in this business, in this corporation or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's never too late. And that's, and like you said, like, they're, oh, if you don't go now, you're never going to go back. Right. Like, that's really not fair to mm-hmm. tell the people. Like, you you can go when you're ready. Right. Because if you're not ready, what's the point of being there? You're mm-hmm. not going to want to do the work. You're like, why am I sitting here doing this? I think that's important because a lot of people put time limits on things. Uh, that was one of my biggest problems. One of the reasons why I went to therapy is because I was looking at everybody else's life and saying, why am I not there yet? Why are they so much more farther ahead of me at my at the same age? And I'm like, I feel like I'm stagnant in this situation. And, you know, I had it was took somebody else to ask me, like, why? Why are you putting time limits on yourself? Why are you saying I need to be this by this age, by this age? It's simply because I'm looking at social media and watching everybody else in their progress and not being where I think I'm supposed to be at. But, you know, it's okay to start a new career at 40. A lot of people don't really get into their careers until their mid-30s. Like, it's that's when it really starts to take off for a lot of people or they just start to understand, like, you know, like, it's, we can, I can do so much more now because I'm older, I have the experience, like... I'm just ready to do something new. And that's when people are more, I feel like more willing to like move on and finally try new things. The craziest thing is I don't think that college was this heavily pushed when our our parents were growing up. Definitely not. No. 
Like, I feel like they literally shove college down your throat now. It's on every commercial. There's, like, this college is doing this program. This college is doing this program. Everywhere you turn, there's, like, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. But why? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I got to tell you, for every job that I've ever had, I think there was only one that ever asked me for my transcript. Yep. Not a single one has yet to. They didn't ask for my degree. They didn't ask for to see anything really yeah. and i'm not one of those people that put my gpa on my resume because right. that's weird to me yeah but my current job is the only job that asked me for a copy of my degree and my transcripts when i was in media the the last job that i had in media um i got hired through the producer from another show that i was on so she knew me previously but at that time i was an intern so she didn't know if I had graduated or not. She just hired me. They didn't even ask for credentials or a show wow. of, or proof. So it literally comes down to the people that you know in the, in the product that you are putting out there. Yeah. They see that how hard you work and stuff like that. That's what should be looked at. Because we talk about, you know, SATs. People don't even take the SATs anymore because they don't look at SAT scores anymore. They do look at GPA, but SAT scores they don't really they don't really look at anymore. These are the things that should be put in the forefront. The way you carry yourself, though your work ethic, you know, like the product that you put out there to show how hard you work. It shouldn't matter, you know, because tests and everything does not show how smart or what you're capable of. Neither does a GPA. No, it no. doesn't. GPAs are a whole scam because it's nothing but tests in in information that you took out of a book accumulated into like years four years of work so like it, gpa doesn't matter it doesn't but the thing is though like you have kids like me that mm-hmm. had to work themselves through college yeah i didn't have all the time in the world to be chilling in the library studying and mm-hmm. meeting with this professor and doing all this extra i didn't have time for that because i had to work mm-hmm. and not just one job two jobs mm-hmm. some three at one point yeah Because I quite literally had to help pay for my tuition. I had to help pay for room and board. I had to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Had to pay for my daily survival. Like, I had to eat. Mm -hmm. You got to get textbooks, which is a whole nother scam in and of itself. Absolutely. They should be free. A lot of the text, (laughs) a lot of the, like, online textbooks make you pay for a code. Yeah. Which is a whole scam in and of itself. And the professor that writes their own textbook that makes you buy the textbook and you don't even use the textbook. But then yeah. they got the nerve to change a single word so they can write right. volume two. Right. Yes. No, man. Like the eighth edition adds one period. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, what are you doing? But I think exactly. for our parents, the push was the military. Join the military. Go to the military. If you think about the era, the years that our yeah. parents grew up, especially for mine, because mm-hmm. they're on the older side, it's just like... Join the military. Oh, like he's a military man. They, they're a military woman. They're they're something. They're high ranking. Like that was what the push was for our parents. Yeah. The military. The military. Yeah. The military was our college. Mm-hmm. For them. Mm-hmm. So like you got to go die <laughs> for you to be an honorable person. Right. Like what? You got to be in debt. Yeah. To be an honorable person. Like right. oh yeah, they're so good. They're in the military. Da, da, da. They have to go get traumatized. Right. Yeah. To be an honorable person. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, overall, all around, it's just... I wouldn't say college is not... It's not... It's. I'm not, I wouldn't say it's all bad because you definitely learn so much about yourself. Yes. In college, between meeting new people, having experiences. It's definitely... I feel like definitely people need to have those experiences um, I feel like if you've had those experiences, you should appreciate them because everybody does not get them. Um, you wouldn't think of like just living in a dorm as an experience, but it quite literally is to be yes. on your own, to having to learn how to do things on your own, be away from your family. You are an adult. So like now it's like you think about college, like it's not how high school is where like the teacher is going to stay on top of you or we're going to call your parents if you didn't turn this in. Your professor don't care if you didn't turn it in. Because, like, at Rutgers, we got, like, 500 people in one class. They don't know you. They just know that you didn't turn that in. I'm not going to go tell you you didn't turn it in. That's on you. You get the zero. That's not my problem. That's the money that you're spending. So, it just having those experiences of, of college and the life lessons and the mistakes that you made and the successes that you did have, I would say it's... It's great for that, 
but it has its downfalls and unfortunately its downfalls is um i guess the scam of it all which is the money and not the the promise of not but i think you can learn all of those things because you basically just described an adult true you can definitely learn all of those things without going to college yeah yeah. Sure. I don't need to spend $45,000 a year yeah. to learn how to do laundry. <laughs> to learn, to learn, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to learn myself. I'm yeah. just going to throw it all in the wash. If it come out pink, it come out pink. Right. Oh, okay. that's me. All right. That's still me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting all of my colors and my darks together. I will put. I, I know how to separate the whites, but everything else is going together. Yeah. Sorry. Growing up in my house, my mom used to make us separate everything. Nah. She used to wash the towels separate from this and this nah. and this. And when I went away to college, I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I just put it all in the wash. Because you gotta pay for laundry when yeah, you, you gotta, I'm like, not I ain't paying a dollar seventy five today. Right. You no, gonna be pink if you're gonna be pink. And guess okay. what? If we don't got no money to dry, you hanging on a hanger and you won't <laughs> air dry. <laughs> oh, you had a hanger. We was hanging on the bed, yeah, on, on the, the bed, chair, whatever. Whatever is around. The whole room was whatever the is around. I'm I'm not gonna say which college friend this is, but we was using flat irons to iron our clothes because we was poor. <laughs> Um, I did too, and I still had a, an iron. I, I was that. just too lazy. I love that. Okay, so what I mean is, when you go to the college experiences, I meant the drinking. Let's be real. I was trying to be keeping a little classy for y'all, but the partying. For me, it's the friendships. And the partying. Okay, well, you went to a bigger school. So I went to a smaller school. So for me, it's it's the friendship. I went to a way smaller school. It was maybe like 10 to 15,000 people. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it's the friendships. I just the close knit, like the teachers did know our names. Same. And like our teachers were like, hey, like, Same. are you okay? Like I'm Facebook friends with some of my professors. Mm-hmm. Same. So it's definitely a different experience depending on the school you go to. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. A smaller school, you're, you, you, you are going to know your teachers. Bigger school, if you don't care about someone being on you. Right. Go to I mean, like, school. my major, which was media, since it is a smaller, uh, since it is a smaller, like... Concentration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the classes were smaller, so the teachers did know. Shout out to Professor Miller. He was my favorite professor. He's, I still talk to him to this day. So I appreciate that. But like you said, bigger schools, yeah, like classrooms of 500 people there like the teachers don't they just don't know you but that is a another like that's a good thing about going to a smaller a smaller school because the teachers do like they remember who you are and they care more that's why i picked the smaller yeah, school they care because more. we went to a smaller high school mm-hmm. where i not to it sound like a brat or nothing but <laughs> we did know everybody yeah. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like you may not have had the one-on-one interaction that you would have been expecting but you still knew of that person yes. because if someone was there that didn't belong you definitely knew yeah so we definitely did go to a smaller high school everything's small for me because i'm from new york city but yeah um that was one of the things that i craved mm-hmm. because i know the type of learning style that i have and i yeah. am not a lecture kind of girl especially not for a science oh you no. cannot talk to me about chair confirmations in no orgo class with 50 million kids in there i don't even know what she just said shout out to <laughs> professor kramer because that man used to come and be like no girl you gotta draw your hydrogen bond like this like that's what i'm talking about what's that if you knew what she just yeah. said let us know when it let in. us know <laughs> a hydro bottle not bottle. All <laughs> I can say is Beaker and Bunsen burner. <laughs> Beaker and Bunsen and burner. And H two O. Water. Aiden can say H two O. I'm like Aiden. I'm not a label like, This is the chemical compound of water, Mom. I'm like, you go ahead, boy. Yeah. We breeding scientists out here. <laughs> Love that. So oh, So yeah, funny. you you don't have to go to college. If you are in college now, make sure you. Live it up safely. Make sure you enjoy the experience. Yeah, Make sure you learn. It. You will miss it. Yes, you oh, definitely I will. I miss college like no other. I'm like, well, I'm getting it's different. I'm in, I'm getting my master's right now, but obviously it's completely different because now I'm working full time, working full time and going to school. But it's completely different, obviously, from being in a dorm and going out every Saturday, every not even Saturday, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, so <laughs> it's somehow still functioning and going to going to school and, but yeah, definitely appreciate it, appreciate it, and you know, and we're not trying to like you know do your deter anybody. Yeah, yeah, just do your research yes. because there are trade schools out there that you can get to that you can get to where you want to go, just for a cheaper amount. Like especially like 
medical wise they have little smaller schools that you that can offer you like a medical assistant but you have all you took all those classes so when you do go to get your nursing degree you took half of those classes now for half of the price and you didn't have to pay all of that um money so like i wish i would have known stuff like that existed instead of being told no go four years or like that's it yes do you feel like the pressure to go to college came from family or yes. school more? Yes. I think it came I from... Just yes. <laughs> I think it came from both. I feel like in our community... Mm-hmm. We black. That's... <laughs> I think they know that. <laughs> right. I feel like in our community, they always talk about systemic, you know, pressures and how things are so different for us and they basically drill it in your head that that's the only way we will be successful the only thing like i distinctly remember family members telling me like you have to go to college because that's the only thing they can't take from you Mm. you you know what it's the truth yeah you understand what i'm saying and to me i felt like like you know my my brother went away to school Mm -hmm. um but we were like only a couple years apart so we were in school at the same time but Mm -hmm. when i finished i was i felt proud like yeah. Damn, I did it. Like, I'm one of the first people. Yeah. My brother did it first, but he wasn't as cool as me. <laughs> <He> was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do believe, I think I was the first person from my family, my immediate family, to graduate from college. And I felt a pressure, like, even all those years when I was, like, in between majors and it was taking me so long to graduate... I felt disappointed in myself because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm taking all this time. People want me to graduate. I felt like I was letting other people down mm. and it was putting so much more pressure on me because I'm yeah. like, okay, I need to get it together. I need to graduate. So then that way they can brag, not me brag. So that way, so they can brag. And that was the main problem of it. It was that like, it took away the fun of it or the accomplishment of it because I was just doing it for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's almost like the stress, like being there, the de- it almost felt like the degree wasn't even for you. Yeah, no. no. It was for it was for auntie this, it was yeah. for uncle this, like mm-hmm. it was for grandma this. Mm-hmm. But like they're not going they're not in the trenches late night, tired, stressed, yeah. crying. The only thing you ate today was a bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not the ones who have to go through that to get that degree. Right. But that's precisely the reason I didn't go to my college graduation. Because for what? Yeah. I didn't want to go. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it was a con- it was very controversial because there was a lot of family members that were upset with me because they were like, how could you work this hard to get this achievement and not want to go there? Mm-hmm. That's your moment to celebrate. And to me, it doesn't feel like it's my moment. Right. Because it feels more like a moment for, for y'all. y'all to celebrate. So y'all could post pictures mm-hmm. with me in my cap and gown. And say, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> we did because, it. We- because if my mom posts a picture with me... In my cap and gown, then everybody's saying you did a good job raising her. Right. Ooh. Not she did a good job in school. Right. It's, look how look what you look what did. You did. Yeah. Look what you did. And it yeah. it feels like they diminish you in a sense because it's really for your family. Yeah. Like my family, there's family members that don't have a problem being like, oh, she's a scientist. Mm-hmm. But you ain't helped me get there though. Right. Right. Where was you at when I needed? Right. Help? When I needed twenty dollars. Yeah. When I was hungry when and I, I wanted hungry. something other than ramen noodles. Right. You know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I was working overnight and literally my shout out to my roommates, okay? Because they, especially T Tom, literally had to make sure that I was getting up for class on time. Mm-hmm. Coming home at three o'clock in the morning because I worked mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Still having to do homework and stuff like that. Getting barely two hours of sleep in between here and there. Mm-hmm. I used to literally walk into my townhouse and pounce out right on, in Teton bed. I never even made it upstairs to my room. Mm-hmm. That's how tired I was. Yeah. And in the end, I was miserable. Yeah. I hated every second of it. I hated the school that I went to. I hate. I didn't. I changed my major. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ended up taking an extra semester and graduating with a different major. But mm-hmm. like. It wasn't something that was fulfilling to me. Right. And it mm-hmm. took time for me to realize that, okay, these people ain't going to be paying this student loan debt back. Nope. It's nope. going to be on you. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. But shout out to the people, the supportive family and friends who mm-hmm. did get us through it. Yes. Yeah. You know, whether it's a handful, like, in just five toes worth, like, shout out to those people. Like, and that's what I did for my cap and gown. I literally put thank you and just pictures of people who got me there. And some people were upset. Oh, you didn't put me on? No. Mm. Did you call me to make sure I was okay? Right. Like, that's all you, that you're, first of all, the the cap is like this big. 
Right. So the picture was like that big. Right. But like, but that's what you're mad about. Not congratulations. Like, oh, I wasn't on the cap. No. Because they wanted the credit. You going right. to college and finishing isn't about you finishing. It's not about you getting to do what you want for work. It's not about that. It's about mm-hmm. they getting to celebrate your accomplishments mm-hmm. and use that in a conversational piece. Right. Don't mm-hmm. use me for conversation. And this is why I don't talk about my work, my line of work. Right. Ever. Mm-hmm. And you guys can attest to that. I don't even yeah. talk about it to y'all. No. Because I'm more than that. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't really know me. They just, oh, she's a scientist. Yeah. Because that's the narrative that my family wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really just gotta, you really have to rely on those people that you remember, like, that were helping you in that moment when things were rough. Because I know, like, when I was in Delaware, far away, like, I wasn't having the best time and you know i didn't have an on-campus job because there technically really were wasn't like a, there wasn't a, a lot of on-campus jobs because the school was so small like when i needed money like my sister would send me like 20 dollars here and there my you know it was you really rely on those people to help you and you remember that so i feel like that was that de- i think you you just have to you know give shout out to the people that like helped you along those ways but you just have to remember to also do it for yourself Uh so because i graduated 2020 when i officially graduated so i did feel i was just like oh my god i finally did it like a sense of accomplishment then of course you know i had planned this whole graduation party graduation dinner it was gonna be amazing then covid hit and graduation was canceled had to cancel all the parties everything and I was so, I put on a front, like, I was like, ah, oh, it's okay. Like, the, but I was actually devastated because I really wanted to go, I wanted to be at that stadium and walk in, well, you don't walk because there's like 60,000 people at Rose. But like, <laughs> just to be in that stadium, in that cap and gown, to be able to say, like, I finally got to it. So I was actually, I was, dis- I was disappointed. I definitely was disappointed because when I, when I got the, the degree in the mail, I was kind of like, Okay, so now what? It was kind of just like it took away the moment for you. Yeah, it took it away, but I was I was just like, all right, so this is what fifty thousand like fifty thousand dollars in like this piece of paper, and now it's like I look at that piece of paper, I'm like, I don't even work in that anymore. <laughs> like it's like, what are you? That's doing a fifty thousand dollar piece of paper hanging on my mom's wall, and I'm just like. More like 150. Yeah, 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 basically (laughs) after interest and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't even do that anymore. Like, that's not even, I don't, I'm like, I was just like, wow. Like, it was just, it was like a whole like mind. It's like a mind fuck. It's like a mind (laughs) fuck. It was just like, oh my gosh. Like, like how was, I don't know. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy for sure. It is. And then just, like, just for the price. Like, of course, when we are adults, then the price of everything just want to go up. <laughs> like, so you're telling me I got debt. And then the interest rate for that debt is obviously skyrocketing. And then I got to live and be an adult. But then they're not paying me enough. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but it's like, well, I had to do it. I'm like, yes, but the it was different. No, but it I don't want to hear nothing from Susie Carmichael who had to do it 30 years ago because it ain't the same. <laughs> Okay. Shout out to Susie. Shout out to Susie. Because, and let me tell you why. There is a whole slew of reasons that things are not the same as when our parents were growing up. Yeah. First of all, okay, Mm -hmm. I remember taking a dollar to the corner store and being able to get a whole bunch of stuff. Cash out. Whole bunch. You can't even take a dollar to McDonald's anymore. So do not talk to me about, oh, I used to do this and this. I don't care what you used to do, Bobby. Cause Susie and Bobby, that's not what we doing today. No, not you understand at what I'm all. saying? I have like, to do it. Mm-mm. No, not a four piece nugget being four twenty nine. That's right. crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yo, not Chipotle. This. Chipotle rolls oh, used to be me, nine dollars. Excuse me. Now we at thirteen. No, 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 no. Because you know, no, no. I'm still spending. Let me tell you, my steak bowl used to be nine oh one. And I know because I eat Chipotle a lot. Yeah. So Chipotle, if you hear this, you should sponsor me. Yeah, all of us. Ask any of my coworkers and they will tell you. All of us. Literally, my boss was like, you should just buy Chipotle stock at this point. Yeah. Free Anyways, my 901 bowl is 1457 now. Yeah. I don't like that for me. Nope. I'm going to still spend it. 
That's true. <laughs> but it's the principle of the matter. Yeah, but now I got to count out two whole quarters <laughs> instead of my penny. It is. It's so. It's bad. super expensive, and it's so not fair for the older generation to be like, "Oh, well, you can do what you can." No, I cannot. Are you paying me? No. Do you know what's in my bank account? No. Right. At, at this age, account? no. They're like, you need to be having babies. Your time is a ticking. Not my uterus. <sighs> my mom has said that to me, and I'm just like, I brush it off because I'm just like. You, you want grand, you want grandkids for your own reason mm-hmm. to dope and but you give them back, mm-hmm. but you give them back. Not granted, I will not say that my mom literally. If I'm trying to tell you, if I were to have a baby, my mom would move back up here. My mom lives in Georgia. She would move back up here tomorrow if I told her I was pregnant now, and she. Like, cause she would, she, I, I guess I'm blessed in that way. Cause she would literally, cause my mom is retired. She would stay home. She would watch that baby. Like she would, you know what I mean? But that's not the type of person I am to bring a baby into this world. When I know that financially I'm not where I need to be at right now to care for that baby. Cause I want that baby to have more than what I had. Right. And I want it. And I'm not saying I need to be rich and have millions and millions of dollars, but I want to have like that child to ne- like not have to worry about bills or can can I have that toy? Like, can we afford that toy or you know stuff like that? Like, it's just, and I don't want to put that strain on me. That's stressful. That is a stressful thing to have to worry about diapers and milk because that stuff accumulates. Babies just don't wear one diaper a day. This is why you breastfeed is free. <laughs> I can't. Babies don't wear one diaper a day. They go through like 10. Like, <laughs> and a that's a pack. Like. But that even goes back to the point of like living life so that other people can just like live through right. you. You right. know? And it's even just the topic of having babies. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of like being emotionally ready. If I may. Okay, producer okay. Alex. What about the people who don't even want children? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That see, makes think something is wrong with you. That oh, yes. you have to have kids to have a fulfilling life. That mm. see that that right there I don't like. Yeah. Because dinks, they live in life. Double income, no kids. That's what a dink is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I if you pay attention that. to financial literacy, you'll know what that means. People who have double income, She's no smart. kids. I've heard that before. You're, yeah, yeah, exactly. You smart. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm a dink. Exactly. But this is your time. This bio. is literally your time to capitalize on getting your life together. Yes. This is when you should be investing. This is when you do buy homes. And this is when you do set yourself up so that not only your kids are good, but you are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I and just learned something tonight. That's I'm a crazy. dink. Oh my gosh. You a dink, girl. Catch that in my uh, Instagram bio <laughs> at Allie May underscore underscore. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, like even over like, I don't say winter break, but I don't have a break because I'm an adult. Like somebody said like, oh, like, when are you having kids? Like, what? no. Oh, right. I'll watch them. No, no I'm not won't. just having kids just for you to go off and raise but them. But that's the thing. People say they'll yep. watch them, but they're not actually in your corner. Mm-hmm. No. You want to find out who's really there for you? Have a kid. Yep. Yes. Ooh. Because Preach. there is so much more to having children than your whole little, oh, so cute, post a picture. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because when they're up at 2 a.m. because they had a bad dream, where are you? Yep. Mm-hmm. When they are, when, when you spend in 2200 a month in daycare, where are you? Mm-hmm. Mm. When you got two under two and you spending sixty dollars a week in diapers, where are you? Hey, we still need to go to work, so don't stop our line of business. Please don't bash them. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, but I'm just saying it's it's yeah, a, no, it's it very costly. It, it is. is. It is. It, it is. Really and is. also just emotionally. Like you have to be emotionally ready. Yeah. Be, you have to have a lot of patience. You're not gonna get a lot of sleep. There's mm-hmm. postpartum depression. We're not gonna get into that. But And anxiety. And anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a lot to have kids. And even not even not even that extreme, but like just like day to day life, like when COVID happened and the schools were shut down and stuff like that, you had parents that were literally choosing work over their children because they had no choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's not fair. Like it's either I stay home with my kid because schools are closed and Bobby had a runny nose, right? Mm -hmm. Or 
if you stay home, a lot of jobs they had their PTO, they paid it out, whatever the case may be, and then guess what? Now you don't, you can't feed your your family. Yeah, because people didn't think about the worst case scenario ever happening. Nobody thought that a worldwide virus was gonna come around and and, and shut, shut down. down everything. But now, quite literally, these are things that you have to think about, and a lot of them, you know, it was it was hard, especially on like let's say single parent homes yes what were they supposed to do because here they are paying all the bills making the money and relying on that job so now they have kids that have to stay home and do home and do homeschooling and what am i supposed to do that was that was their free that was their time to go to work make the money to pay for everything but now they're home so now i'm a bad mom if i leave my kids home by themselves to do the school work right yep but i'm also a bad mom because i can't keep a roof over their head or food in their mouth it's and just, not for nothing, we not teachers. Right. No. Well, yeah, I am, but... Okay. <laughs> no, but I'm saying moms. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't sign up for no. that, that role to teach the, our kids not. day in and day out. Definitely My hat not. goes off to teachers because, to be quite honest, it couldn't be me. Yes. <laughs> the patience that teachers have Bro. is... Bro. I'm going to buy you a bottle of wine. We're going to do a whole episode on If that. you get angry in your classroom, I'm sorry. We're going to bring some teachers on here one day and do like a whole... like. Yes. And can I just say, Caitlin is an excellent teacher. Aw, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. But that's for another but, day. Yeah, that's another day. But yeah, but that's, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. You have to think about that stuff. Yeah, and that's why, I guess that's why, like, the older generation was like, oh, like, when are you going to have kids? Well, you were a stay-at-home mom. Uh-huh. Like, women stayed at home. Men went to go work. Mm-hmm. Like, it was easy to just have, I wouldn't say easy, but it was simpler. No, easy. It was, it was a simpler say life. It. Call it what it is, because that shit was easy. Yeah. Because yeah. rent used to be $5. And I wish. Tommy used to go to work and make $20. Right. So he was paying that $5 rent and y'all still was living life. I was right. just like, out here living life. Right. And that was when <laughs> milk got delivered. Remember? In a glass. Yes. No, I don't remember. Um, but I heard about it. I said, remember, like I was here. I, I see about it on the TVs in the back of the day. It was in the movies. It was in yeah. the movies. In the black and white. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but we are not knocking the older generation. Y'all and we're still not understand. knocking stay at home moms today. No. Stay at home is hard. That's what people don't. People, That's they do get a. They do. It's a stigma around stay at home moms today. It's a stigma because you know you. It's like people are like they don't see it as a full time job, but you know when your when your husband let's say you have multiple kids, you got multiple kids. Don't do that. You have multiple kids, you're at home, your job is to take care of them, which is a full-time job in itself, is it not? Making sure your kids stay alive every day? Coming from the two rambunctious ones you got? <laughs> also, to even add job. to your point, to add to your point, so you're sacrificing another income True. to stay at home. Like, yes. Quite, quite because the mom can You're saving work. money. You're saving money. Exactly. It's it's on childcare because childcare, like you and you know, childcare. The thing is, is, the thing is, in some scenarios, some people stay at home because they quite literally can't afford to work. So daycare is expensive, and most people was there are people who literally work to pay for daycare. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and some people determine that that ain't worth it, so they just gonna stay home. Mm -hmm. And if you did, cool, cool story, bro. Like, more power to you. It ain't for me, but cool story. Right. It is not for everybody. No. You know, I personally couldn't see, like, even I even say, like, oh, if I would have won the lottery, I'm still not staying home. No, yeah. I need like, to do something. I'm going to just tell you, I tried that. It ain't for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I try, I stayed at home for six months when I had Aiden. Mm-hmm. I cried every day. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's just not for me. The day I gave birth to Avery, I gave birth to Avery on a Friday, and Monday I went back to work. I literally begged my doctor to send me back to work. I'm not staying home with them kids. Sorry. Love my kids, but I ain't staying home with you. Right. I get bored. (laughs) I'm going to pay a million dollars for you to go to daycare. (laughs) Because if they keep you for even five hours a day, that's enough for me. Right. You understand what I'm saying? When schools are closed and the daycare has them, and even when I don't work, you're still going to daycare. Because if I'm paying, you going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we understand that. We, 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 we know. Man, we like, why can't you just stay home? But no, when you pay, well, I get it. I get it. The tuition they be paying, I be like, yeah, I get it. I because mean, I the, like, thing about, the thing about yeah. daycare is, you, you got to pay for it regardless of whether or not your kid is there. Yeah. So if I'm paying twenty two hundred a month, guess what, Avery? 
Yeah. <laughs> you gonna go say hi to Miss Becca? <laughs> I can't. I, yeah. Yeah. I get bored too. I get bored easily. Like we were, we were just on winter break, and I told Alex, I was like, um, Alex. Um. Also, Alex is my boss. Surprise. <laughs> um. So I told Alex, I'm like, Alex, um, I might go in for like an hour. She was like, I will literally write you up. I'm like, I just need. To, I'm like, no, because I get bored. Like I can't just sit around my house. And just stare at the TV like I just can't do that. So I'm like, I need to do something, and I wanted to be prepared. So I literally went in and I stayed for like a whole workday. Meanwhile, but, had the nerve to say that she would only go for an hour, and I stayed like a whole workday until day. like four o'clock in the afternoon. Right? Oh, Caitlin, I know. I know. But listen, I get bored easily, and that's why I can't be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it it's the not moral it's story. not stimulating enough. Moral story, exactly. Well, it's mm-hmm. not for everyone. Though. It's not for everybody. But it's shout out to the people that do do it. Yes. Can you say. imagine what our kids are gonna say <laughs> mm-hmm. years from now? Like, oh, y'all don't know. We know we was there in the thick of it. So yeah, so I think, you know, this was great, you know, just to talk about generational things, about how yesterday's price is not today's price. Oh my god. So whatever life you live in, I hope that you get some type of financial security, financial stability. I hope that you just live life that's for you. And not for anybody else. No family member, no auntie. Do what you want to do in life because you only get one. Yeah. And one thing about us, we're going to keep going to work. Because <laughs> we have to. Because we quite we have gotta to. You got to buy that $7 we, milk. Or we, yeah. $7 milk, $5 carton of eggs, six, basically $6 carton of eggs. And you just better hope your kid ain't dairy free. <laughs> well, I hope it gets, gets better from here. If it's up, then it's up. Yeah. <laughs> except for the prices. Yeah, except for the prices. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you for joining us this week. This is fun. Had to get that off our chest. Yes. Something that's been on my, on everybody's mind, on everybody's chest. But thank you guys for coming back, hanging out with us, listening to us. And we'll see you guys next week. Yes, thank you. Have a good week, everybody. Peace.